we are headed into the home stretch here and you probably have some family gatherings and maybe some time with some friends coming up and maybe you're feeling one of two ways. You're feeling stressed because you know what is coming when you are going to encounter certain family members or friends. Or maybe you might not even think anything. There's not going to be any type of altercation and suddenly you're side railed by comments. Today's episode is going to arm you with action steps and a plan on what to do and how to respond. What is the best way to respond to family and friends' comments about you homeschooling your children this holiday season? Because believe it or not, which I'm sure you believe it, people are very opinionated. And today I want to give you just some quick ways for you to know how to respond. I know there's nuances to different situations and dynamics, and you're going to definitely take those into account. But I want you to walk into the situations where you have family gatherings and friend gatherings and you feel prepared because when we know what we can say and how we can respond to things, we feel more confident walking into those situations and we actually then walk through those maybe sometimes stressful situations and conversations. We can walk through them knowing that on the other side, we're going to have peace and we're going to have contentment and knowing that we didn't make the situation any bigger. We actually de-escalated it and we answered questions and we walked through it in a way that is going to honor God and honor the way that you are homeschooling. So let's dive into this sensitive topic right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. I tend to see people go through a certain cycle. Now, these people I'm talking about are the people that are looking from the outside in and they are looking at your homeschool, and they tend to go through a specific cycle. Now, this is just tend to. Some people can be an anomaly and maybe don't follow this, but this is the cycle I tend to watch them go through. And so you might recognize this in some of your relationships. The first is that they are skeptical. You might bring up that you are going to homeschool or you are homeschooling, and they are at first skeptical. Then hopefully they come around to it and they start asking you questions. Hopefully they come around to asking questions in a nice way, in a curious way, not in a combative way. But either way, they begin to maybe ask some questions. Sometimes they don't even ask you the questions. They might ask your husband or they might ask somebody else, a mutual friend or a mutual family member, those questions. Then they can sometimes become defensive. And we'll get into this topic right here in a little bit. They become defensive about your choice and they take it personally. And then they start to watch and they start to observe and they might become quiet. They don't say anything. You don't quite know how they feel about it. And the last cycle, last part of the cycle that they hopefully and that I pray that they get to is that they are supportive. Now, each person that goes through this cycle that I have observed, some of them are very vocal about every part that they are in. And some people are not. Some people take a really long time to go through the cycle. Some people take a very short time. 
Some people take longer in certain parts than in other parts. It might take you, say a certain family member, it might take you 10 years for them to get to the point where they are supportive of you. Just know that that has to do with them, not you. My journey of coming into homeschooling, I know I've mentioned before here that I didn't know anybody that was homeschooling except one friend. And so that meant that all the other relationships that we had in our life, I had to tell them. And you might look back now, now that we are in 2023, almost 2024, and say, why did you have to tell them? Well, homeschooling wasn't very normal then. And so it was a big shift to what we were doing. And so for that time, it felt very appropriate to have conversations with people. Nowadays, it's just kind of like, oh, I'm homeschooling, or you just post it on, on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you, people you know, in your real life would know about. Or you just end up homeschooling, and they kind of find out, and it's like, oh, okay, that's what they're doing now. But at that time, that was actually the really appropriate way of approaching the situation. And so this had to do with family, both sides of the family, and with friends. And it, at first, felt like it put a rift in the relationship to some people. And I watched them go through this cycle, but I didn't have the words for this cycle yet. And then they got to the point where they did become supportive. And, you know, even for my own parents, they were kind of like, oh, I don't really know about that because they didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And long story short, they have become the biggest champions of us homeschooling and biggest cheerleaders and so supportive of that. Even so that I, my, they have come out, my mom has come out and taken care of and watched our kids and has homeschooled them even. So it can be, it can get to that point. And sometimes there are people in our relationships that we are, that we are in that don't ever quite fully get to that in a verbal type of way. But I honestly find that a lot of people don't fully understand and they just don't bring it up. They'll just be like, oh, I know you're busy with homeschool. And I'm like, yeah, I am, but I still can do that. I'm still, I'm still a person. So a lot of people don't really understand. We actually, like I have mentioned before, we are ambassadors when it comes to homeschooling. We get to share about it. We get to include people in it. We get to show them what it actually is. And so my journey just through all the years of homeschooling started off with this was not who we were and it was a transition we made and now it is who we are. And I have the blessing that you don't quite have yet probably because you're just starting out or your children are young. And I have the perspective here and the blessing that my kids are older. I'm able to show them this is what we have done. And so I'm going to tell you that right now it's harder when you first start homeschooling because you don't, they don't necessarily see the product quite yet. You have it. You know it. And if you do not know what your vision is, you don't know what your mission here is, what your goals are, then I definitely want to see you over and clarify your homeschool because that's where we are going to hone in on that. And we are going to clarify that. We're going to get that good and set up. And this is actually a really good time of the year to do it. You could super focus on getting this all set up before you head back into your homeschool year starting in 2024. So you can get all that information at clarifyyourhomeschool.com if you do not have your vision and know what your goals are and what what are you even doing? There's no reason to be homeschooling just to recreate the home, the school at home. That is not the goal. Let's create your family's homeschool. Okay, so I'll see you over at Clarify Homeschool. But in the meantime, let's still continue this conversation about what is the best way to respond to family and friends' comments about homeschooling because you're going to run into some of them this holiday season. Let's start off with why do people even say something? And then I'm going to go into how to respond. So the first reason why anybody would say anything about homeschooling in a negative way would be because of their own insecurities. I think this really is the number one reason. 
Why do, do people get triggered? Why? What makes you, what triggers you? What makes you want to possibly become a keyboard warrior on somebody's Facebook posts or Instagram reel or YouTube video? What is it? If you really stop and think about it, it's probably your own insecurities. And the same thing comes with homeschooling. If somebody is saying negative things to you or questioning or is rude to you about your choice to homeschool, it says more about their own insecurities, their insecurities that they don't want to admit to, they don't want to even look at. And just, I think we need to come into that and understand that we need to have grace because we all have our own insecurities. There are areas of my own personal life where I can be like, oh, well, I wouldn't do that. And it's because of my own insecurity. So theirs comes from their own insecurities too. And so let's remember that and keep that in perspective that we all have those. So what do I mean by their own insecurities? Well, they might think, oh, well, public school was uh, good enough for me and my kids, but oh, I guess it's not good enough for your kids. And they will think that you are acting better than them, that you are higher and mightier than them because you have chosen something different. And so therefore, it is their insecurities. They're wondering, hmm, should I pull my kids out too? I don't want to do that. That sounds terrible. I don't want my kids home with me all day. Or their kids have been through the school system like, well, it's fine enough for, you know, Billy, Joe, and Nancy over there, my kids, but it's not good enough for your kids. So it's their own insecurities. And it's a hard one. People are really, really, really attached to the school system. I mean, people are really attached to a lot of government systems, but they're really attached to it because we almost all know teachers. We all, I mean, for me, my grandma was a teacher. And so we have to lose that attachment to it. And oftentimes, I mean, this will go for any type of subject. So honestly, I mean, this is a little bit of a rabbit trail, but today I did see on Facebook, somebody had posted something, I'm not going to name a topic, but it had to do with a health topic. And I just was curious as to people's comments. And the people who were supportive of the article were just supportive. But any of them that came at it and were attacking the article or the author or the poster of this article, they then listed somewhere in there in some response, they had a personal attachment to this health concern. And so that is why it's their own insecurities. So this person saying that I could have Maybe, and I'm not saying I'm not getting this is not medical advice at all, but they're saying you're saying that I could have taken care of this health issue in a different type of way than I did. And they become very defensive. So it's their own insecurities that make them defensive. And this is what it comes to when it comes with the school system as well. And when it comes to you saying that you are homeschooling, and maybe you didn't even tell some people homeschooling, they find out that you're homeschooling. The first thing that's going to happen is their own insecurities are going to rear up. And honestly, it can get pretty ugly at times. So we'll go into how to respond in just a minute. But why do people say something? Well, their own insecurities. The second thing is because they might say something because you're just a rebel. You are ruffling, you know, I'm saying rebel in quotes, you know, as if it's a bad thing. <laughs> I pride myself on being a little bit of a rebel. I kind of don't really mind questioning and thinking and doing things differently. I think we all should be allowed to do that. But it is easier to stay in the group. It is easier to do what everybody else is doing. And when you are a rebel, you are the one that stands out. You are the one that's going to take the attack. You are the one that is choosing to do something different. And you are seen as a rebel and seen as a threat. And so that is why they might be saying something. 
The third reason might actually come from genuine concern. And this is the reason when people say something because of genuine concern, this is a really good one, okay? This is the one that is easier to be able to turn it around because they have a heart for your children. This might be your children's grandparents. They might be aunts and uncles. They might be really close friends. These are people who have no front row seat to homeschooling and to see what homeschool can accomplish. And so they have genuine concern because you are doing something different. Well, what if they, they really are worried about your children? What if they aren't ready to go off to college or to get a career? How are they going to fit into the world if they're not properly socialized? And, you know, I'm over here you know, with a big smile on my face about that comment. But this one comes from a really good heart and they have genuine concern. So how do we respond to the comments? Maybe it is just under their breath. Maybe it is directly to you face to face. They're looking you straight in the eye and they're making comments. Maybe these are comments that you hear kind of around from somebody else. How should you respond? First thing I want to mention here is that it is best to respond on a case-by-case basis. It really depends upon the person and the relationship that you have with them. If you hear of your third cousin, fifth removed grandmother, (laughs) I'm just completely making something up there, but just something that's like so far off, talking a little bit bad, talking a little trash about you and homeschooling. Who cares what your, what did I say, third cousin, fifth removed grandma? I don't know. But it doesn't matter. That doesn't affect your every single day and day, day in and day out life. But what if it is your mother or your father or stepmother or stepfather or somebody that is really involved in your life and your children's lives? Well, then you're going to take that on a case-by-case basis and look at the relationship. So first look at, is it worth having the conversations and the follow-up to this? Second thing I want to mention here about how to respond is to just listen. Maybe today on Christmas Day when they say something isn't the day to actually follow up and have a conversation. Maybe you just let it go. Maybe you just listen and you just keep quiet and you just let them talk, whether it is loud and obnoxious or it is quiet and underneath their breath. You just let them let them have it. That's fine. It's Christmas Day. Sometimes we just need to let things go. But then also go back to number one where I mentioned case-by-case basis and it depends upon the person. Maybe it is a grandparent and you just let it go on Christmas Day, but you follow it up later on and you have a conversation. You sit down when feelings aren't as raw and when the situation isn't as heated and you sit down and have a conversation with them. Sometimes having a conversation later on isn't going to do any good, unfortunately, and I'm sorry, in those types of situations. And we just have to rest in the truth and the fact that we'll say the proof is in the pudding and the pudding might be 10 to 15 years down the road from right now. Just know that by you diligently day in and day out and year after year homeschooling your children, that is the proof. You don't have to come up with a rebuttal. You don't have to say anything sometimes in some situations. In the end, that person's going to look and they're going to see the amazing child that you raised and how homeschooling has poured into and helped make and shape who they are. That right there is the proof. That's like the mic drop right there, okay? Sometimes we just have to keep focused on that and say, you know what? I'm just going to keep quiet. I'm not going to say anything and I'm just going to let them someday. I'm going to have my moment and they're going to see. Number three, I want to mention how to respond is 
sometimes it's good to be prepared with their comments to have a rebuttal of questions that you can ask them. Questions that make them think. Even a question like, why do you feel like that? Pointing out that that's how they feel. Or why do you think that? That way then they realize it's because of their own thinking. And then sometimes you say, well, have you heard of this? Or have you read this book? I would encourage you to read this book. Or a really great one to pull out is, are you familiar with the uh, books and the teaching of John Taylor Gatto? That might kind of, you know, I mean, they have no idea who he is, but maybe if they look him up, they... And if they're in their own insecurities and defensiveness, they won't want to hear what he has to say. But be prepared with just some questions that you can ask that you can kind of get some clarification from them. But also the clarification isn't necessarily for you. It's the clarification for them, for them to verbalize a little bit more descriptively the questions or the comments, derogatory comments that they have made to you. And when they have to rephrase it, sometimes it sounds a bit silly. And maybe sounds a bit foolish to say, or maybe as they rephrase it or you ask them a question, they just don't rephrase it because they know that it's really not their place to say anything. Okay, two more ways to respond here is that you may need to draw a boundary. It might just be a subject that's not open to conversation. When it comes to some people in some situations, it might just not be. You might have to approach now before you get together for Christmas and say, look, On Christmas Day, we are not talking about homeschooling. Please do not bring it up. And just let them know that. This might be a really great opportunity for your husband to step in. And if this is his family that is possibly going to create some type of drama or make some comments, then he needs to approach them before that day and say, look, we are not talking about homeschooling when it comes to Christmas Day. If you want to talk about homeschooling, we can do that as adults sometime when the children are not around and not sometime when it is a holiday. So you might just need to draw some boundaries and let people know that we're not having this conversation. Let's just say that there could be some comments that come up from, you know, Aunt Sally that you haven't seen in forever long. And she makes a comment. Well, you haven't really thought about Aunt Sally. You didn't give her a call a week before and say, hey, Aunt Sally, I'm drawing a boundary. We are not talking about homeschooling because you've never talked about homeschooling with her. She's never had anything. But now she has some comments or some questions that are making you feel uncomfortable or some questions that are causing you to think, huh, she's not really very supportive of this, then you can just very easily say, you know, we can talk about that some other time. If you want to give me a call next week, we can talk about about homeschooling. And you can kind of just diffuse the situation like that as well. The last thing I want to mention is don't be offended if nobody asks you about homeschool. If nobody says to you, hey, how's homeschooling going? Hey, what kind of curriculum are you using? What kind of progress do you see in your kids? What are It's bringing you joy in homeschooling. I can almost guarantee you that if nobody else is homeschooling in your family, you might not have any type of comments as well. No one's going to ask anything about it because they don't know. They don't understand. I don't have anybody else in my family that has homeschooled all the years that I have homeschooled and and in my husband's family either. There might be a, a question of, hey, how's homeschooling going? It's going great. There aren't any details. There aren't anything else like you would sit down with your other homeschool mom friends and you would hash out and you tell them all the things. Sometimes it's just as a subject that they don't know much about and they're not really interested and that's okay. Maybe you want to share a little bit about it. You can go ahead and do that. But if you find that they're not receptive, that's okay too. It's just not going to be a topic that you talk about with them. There's a lot of gatherings that I have with family and friends that I talk zero about homeschool because they don't homeschool. Ironically, most of my friends kind of know that I have a podcast and a little bit about it, 
but they don't understand it. So they don't ask questions even about it. So I know that's not homeschool, but it just can go for a lot of different areas of your life. I don't have a lot of friends ask about my garden, but I do have some friends who ask about my garden. So just know that it really often can come down to it's just something that they don't understand. But if you feel like somebody is open, go ahead and share because I know it is such a huge part of your life and it's really important to you. So I hope that today's tips on why people say things and how to respond just helps, you know, you get your armor on and you are ready, but like not in a rude way. Remember, we are ambassadors. We get to share about homeschooling and maybe you have to have some type of signal with your husband that he knows you're just in over your head and he needs to come and rescue you and to take over the conversation. But keep the focus on maintaining those relationships. And sometimes those relationships need to be maintained by just kind of pulling away a little bit when it comes to certain topics. And that's probably a lot of topics. It can be, you know, politics. People are like, "Ah, we don't talk about politics at holidays. This might have to be one of those. But I really pray that your families do come around. And I pray that maybe you are in a family and they're super supportive of homeschooling and just what a blessing. And I want to encourage you to be an encouragement to your friends who don't have that same type of support within their families. And if you are looking for more support, like I mentioned earlier on how to get your homeschool to a place that you are loving and thriving, that's where I'm going to see you over at Clarify Your Homeschool. And we will launch you into 2024 with just an amazing homeschool and you feeling inspired. And I want to be that support system for you as well. And you can get all that information, all the details about it at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. Friend, I just hope that today has been a really good day and that you are just feeling blessed this holiday season. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.